This episode is both an experiential and a reading from the Book of Secrets by Osho. The topics here today are death, lying down as if you were dead, enraged in wrath, stay so, existential crisis, the dark night of the soul, and the experience that uh, when you are really alone, you're with the cosmos. The Embody podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Before we jump into the experiential, I want to mention that the Embody podcast was listed as one of the top 100 self-love podcasts. You can find that list at candiswu.com slash top 100, and it will redirect you to the proper link, or you can find it in the show notes here on my website. I'm so appreciative to be mentioned on that and listed on that. And um, it's really exciting to see so many self-love podcasts out there and all doing it in their own ways. So if you want to check out some other ideas or other podcasts or see the listing on there, I think when I last checked, we were like number 39 or something like that. So I want to just give a shout out to Anuj. Agarwal, who is the founder of Feedspot, who um, created that blog and that listing. Thank you so much. If you're interested in the topic of death, you can find the Death Experiential, which is a simulation of your death so that you can shed and release things that really have built up over the season, over the year, over a lifetime that you can look at where commonly people look at these things when they are getting ready to physically die. If you do this while you're alive, the beauty of it is that this stuff moves, you can address it, you digest it in your system energetically and physically, and you touch into that beautiful, joyful, sparkly life energy that is you, that is deeply you, And what you love and what gives you life can emerge. And you can draw yourself forward into that path in an organic way that cleanses up your energy system so that you can really shine in yourself and enjoy it. There's an audio version of this experiential that has beautiful music by Larry St. Germain, on the handpan, and all of it was produced and edited by Chris Spiegel, the editor of this podcast, and it's all guided by my voice so that you can move through this transformation. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If you want to tune into it, you can find it at candacecom slash death. Okay, whoa, what an intense last stretch. Um, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be a couple of weeks after I record it, but um, who knows, perhaps for many of you out there listening, this is coming at the right timing, I hope. I had a couple of days, which felt like eternity, where I just felt like completely depressed, off, and I couldn't even find joy. Like I couldn't even remember what was pleasant for me. I was tuning into gratitude and trying to tune into the basic things that make me feel good and safe. And it was all just like lackluster and not supporting me, not really bringing me to, I don't know, the loving that I really wanted to have. And I struggled. I was kind of flailing and having a bunch of different emotions at the same time. I just felt so alone, very alone and very intensely alone. And I knew that it was connected with a lot of releasing and shedding of relationships and creating more space in my life by disconnecting from certain things that just didn't feel aligned with me anymore. I had shifted some friendships. I had (laughs) shifted from polyamorous or like wanting polyamory in my life to the possibility of either, but just more directed at uh, wanting my life partner, which is a whole other conversation that I'm going to talk about another day. So a lot's changing, as you can hear. And here I am feeling this struggle, feeling extremely alone. And then I pull out from my shelf this book by Osho that is called The Book of Secrets. It's like, it looks like a Bible. It's Um, this one's hardcover and like an inch and a half thick and uh, I've always kept it, but I hardly read it. And I know, I knew that it was a book of many different tantric techniques and his philosophy. So I pulled it open and flipped through the pages and landed on one and just trusted that this is what I might need. And it was just the right thing. I have it right here, and it is part of five techniques of attentiveness, and it was lie down as dead. And when I read that, I was like, yes, that's (laughs) that's what I need to do. Um, If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I'm interested in death and life and death, birth and death, and the cycle of that, and how we go through so many deaths, we go through so many of life, death, life. And that's what keeps us alive. That That is what keeps us calibrated to who it is that we truly are, what keeps us calibrated to our alignment, to the source of who we are, to source energy, and to what it is that we're here for. This is a way to deeply love yourself. So I <laughs> loved just flipping to lie down as dead because honestly, I felt dead. I felt like I was dying, dying and dying and dying. What was really great was after this, I continued to read and 
touched into his version of talking about existential emergence, spiritual emergence, or existential crisis, this quality of shedding your connections with the outer world or with something, and parts of your ego begin to die. Parts of what upheld certain false selves break down and you become or come back to your pure, beautiful, sparkling, energetic self that is not this or that. It is. It just is. So I'll talk about that a little bit after, but I want to share this technique here and offer it as an experiential here so that if you want to try it, you can. So before I jump into it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read parts of what comes from the Book of Secrets from Osho. And then I'm going to shift a little bit and just offer some guidance from my end. The technique is to lie down as dead and he gives some ideas around staring without moving an eyelash or um, not crying, not moving at all, not screaming at all and things like that. And that's not what happened for me. As soon as I lied down as dead, I just started crying. And it just felt like this was an expression of my body and an honoring and acceptance of the feeling, the experience and felt sense of dying that I just needed so that my body could release and feel seen. And that let me cry, that let me come back to some loving and some movement of the energy that was stuck in my body. Also the the not moving and things like that, try whatever feels right for you. Don't do the not moving if that feels overwhelming, like too overwhelming that your nervous system can't digest it. Or if it just feels triggering in a certain way that uh, your body doesn't want to, uh, cannot handle. And just be gentle with that. So do what you feel is right. So if you want to jump in with me, here is the experiential. So these are the words of Osho. Lie down as dead. Try it. Suddenly you have gone dead. Leave the body. Do not move it because you are dead. Just imagine that you are dead. You cannot move the body. You cannot move the eyes. You cannot cry. You cannot scream. You cannot do anything. You are just dead. And then feel how it feels. But do not deceive. You can deceive. You can slightly move the body. Do not move. If some mosquito is there, then treat the body as if it is dead. It is one of the most used techniques. 
lie down as dead. Enraged in wrath, stay so. Of course, while you are dying, it will not be a happy moment. It's not going to be so blissful while you're feeling that you are dead. Fear will take you. Anger may come in the mind, or frustration, sadness, sorrow, anguish, anything. And it will differ from individual to individual. The sutra says, enraged in wrath, stay so. If you feel enraged, stay so. If you feel sad, stay so. If you feel anxiety, fear, stay so. You are dead and you cannot do anything, so stay so. Whatsoever is in the mind, the body is dead, and you cannot do anything, so stay. That staying is beautiful. If you can stay for a few minutes, suddenly you will feel that everything has changed. Whatsoever is there, no movement. Stay. No movement. Or stare without moving an eyelash. Or suck something and become the sucking. Enraged in wrath, stay so. If you are angry, then be angry and remain angry. Do not move. And once you have looked at anxiety without being moved by it, you will be the master. Enraged in wrath, stay so. So that's the end of Osho's version. And you can hear how very different it is from probably everything I share on here, where instead of staying still and holding the body that way, you just allow the body to move and allow the unfolding of movement or sensation and emotion in the body as it wants to happen. This is a different technique. So Sometimes it's a good tool and sometimes it is the wrong tool. But I would recommend just taking whatever feels right about this. That invitation, enraged in wrath, stay so. Or whatever you're feeling, whatever you're experiencing, stay. And when he says that staying is beautiful, What I experience is that that staying is an honoring of what's here 
And what it begins to allow is the awareness that brings witness so that that emotion, that experience can flow. And when we have that awareness, that awareness is consciousness, that awareness is life energy that sees that we are beyond what we feel. We are beyond this body. We can see what's happening. So if you stay, or if you're enraged in wrath, as you lie down as dead, whatever happens, just allow it to happen. If you come to life, let yourself come to life. Maybe that's what's needed. So when you lie down as dead and you feel yourself as dead, see if it clicks in with some part of you that wanted that acknowledgement or recognition, that seeing. Notice that experience and notice what begins to happen. And when you are ready to come out of it, if you haven't naturally come to life, go ahead and feel into the body and notice which part of the body wants to move first or which part can move easily. And let that awakening of the body come at your own pace. Go ahead and move your body if you need more. Stretch. And I totally recommend touching the body from head to toe, touching every part of your skin that's possible. Letting yourself feel the warmth of your own hand or the coldness of your own hand, at least the contact. So that concludes the experiential portion. And I had mentioned that once I had finished this, I went on to read a little bit more. But I'll share with you a little bit of my experience. As soon as I felt myself lie down as dead, I just cried. And I felt like, oh, this is the staying with myself that I really needed. And also the structure to hold it by letting the body not move for a bit. And then about 10 minutes later, I fell asleep in a restful sleep, which that night I had had trouble sleeping. And I then woke up feeling like, oh, yeah, it did feel like a different person. And I felt like I had more life back. And um, I didn't have the same feeling of feeling joyless, feeling like I couldn't connect with things that are joyful to me. But I did have a question. What is joyful to me? What is nourishing to me? What would bring me pleasure now? What am I meant to do here now? And that was the first moment coming to the other side of this layer of spiritual emergence that I experienced. I felt like I 
came to a place where it wasn't so terrifying and some of the fear energy, anger, I even had bitterness and resentment and sadness, loss. Some of that had moved, a great deal of it had, and I was seeing a little more of the light, so to say. I was coming to a more neutral place. So if you're interested in hearing an excerpt from Osho, stay tuned in here. And uh, this is the last piece for this experiential slash podcast here. This is from Osho's Book of Secrets again. And it is speaking to that dark night of the soul experience where You feel tormented and you feel anguished or a bunch of different feelings and pieces of you are shedding. Pieces of you are separating from the things that kept you coping and kept you tied up in ways that are no longer fitting for the now. It's like a new alignment wants to come through. You're going forward into that new energetic space, a new vibration, and the old ways, the ways that were before, that you needed before to survive or that you built around you to hold feelings at bay or your own emergence at bay, that starts to break down and you have to go through it. So this is an excerpt by him. So there's an autumn of the inner mind. Leaves will drop. It will be painful. You have lived with those old leaves for so long that you will feel that you're losing something. And then there will be a winter of waiting, an inner winter, when you will be nude with no leaves a naked tree against the sky, and you don't know what is going to happen. Now everything has stopped. Now no bird comes to sing on your branches. Now no one comes to sit under you, under your shadow, to wait, to relax. Now you are not in any way aware of whether you are dead or whether a new life is going to happen to you. This is the gap, the interval. Christian mystics have called it the dark night of the soul, before the sunrise. All artificial lights have been put off. The night has become very dark. And the moment nearest to the sunrise will be the darkest. I'm just going to pause there. I love that. The moment nearest to the sunrise will be the darkest. When I read that, I was like, oh, yes, because this is the moment of pain so great that feels the worst, that also signifies that the sunrise is going to come. When nighttime matures, it weighs into itself and comes ripe 
And then the sun just bursts up and changes it all. So it gave me this understanding of what I was doing and where I was going, which reminded me I've done this before. (laughs) And if you've heard the podcast, you know I've talked about it several times in different episodes of existential crisis and dismantling, deconstructing parts of myself that no longer can come with me. And here, the moment nearest to the sunrise will be the darkest is exactly what I felt when I experienced that I was so alone. I felt like, why is it that I need to go forward alone? And I read this meme. It's not necessarily that we need to go forward alone, but sometimes you do need to take a journey alone or different relationships in the past might be an outpouring of certain dynamics that you lived and maybe they don't fit anymore. Maybe they, the relationships form a new agreement uh, and there's a new reason to continue forward, but the way it was going can be no longer or it can be only with a great amount of suffering. And the meme that I I had read, I won't be able to quote it exactly, but it was something like, where you are going, some people cannot go with you. And that was very comforting because that's what I felt was happening. It was not necessarily about these people at all. It was about the dynamic between, and it was about me. It was about what was changing in me and where I was headed And it was only a path that I could go. So to continue Osho's excerpt, and the gap is also necessary because in the gap you become ready. The old has left. You are not tormented by it now, not burdened by it. You are pregnant. But pregnancy is waiting. The new child is growing. Before it emerges, manifests itself into the world, it will have to hide deep in the unconscious. Because every seed has to go deep into darkness, underneath, hidden. Only then does life happen to it. If you put the seed in the sunlight, nothing will happen to it. It needs deep darkness, a womb. So there will be winter while you are pregnant. All movement ceases. You just have to carry the burden. Consciously, understandingly, lovingly, hoping, praying, waiting. And then there will be spring. It has always been so. Man is also a tree. And remember, aloneness is wholeness. They are not contradictory. Ego is part. Ego is fragmented. Ego cannot be whole. Ego is against the whole. 
In aloneness, ego disappears. You become one with the whole, and the boundary disappears. When you are really alone, you are the cosmos. That is on page 988 from the Book of Secrets by Osho. When you are really alone, you are the cosmos. And that's actually deep, deep connection. So if you're going through that dark night of the soul or the darkest moments or dismantling and feeling loss, feeling like you're losing things or things are shifting, 2020 has brought so much of that for many people. And as we go into the winter here in the United States and in Europe and in a couple of other places in the world, it's so fitting, this conversation of this autumn of the inner mind where the leaves have dropped. We just went through that in the U.S., in Canada. And being in the winter of the inner soul where there are no leaves. And that this is the preface to spring coming. It is the necessary, essential bringing forth of spring with new life. So if you're going through stuff, I hope this message touches you in some way that reminds you of this cycle and perhaps that you are coming closer to yourself even when you feel all of these intense feelings or when you feel nothing or when you feel like you're losing things. See a larger view, perhaps, and see if this larger view speaks to you and where, where you're going. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're well. Sending a big hug, virtual hug to you all. If you're interested in a few other podcasts that touch on death, check out the website at candacewu.com slash podcast and just put in the search portion death. Off the top of my head, I can think of the conversation with Nick Werber, a friend of mine, family constellations facilitator, who also offered the music for this um, podcast that is so beautiful. You can find that episode at candacewu.com slash Nick. There's also the episode on that idea that there's no death by Thich Nhat Hanh, and you can find that at candacewu.com slash ep slash 113-113. And if you're looking for something to cleanse your relationship world and close certain relationships, end certain ones, or renew, find the episode 110 at ep 110 and at candacewu.com slash relationship endings. One of the big episodes on existential crisis, spiritual emergence that I first did in the early, early, early days of the podcast when I was in Bali is about one of the first times I was aware 
of existential crisis in like happening in me. That's at candiswoo.com slash EP13, EP13. And uh, there's also the episode on um, soul and body support for going through a spiritual crisis. candiswoo.com slash 16. And lastly, um, the episode on remembering who I am, belonging to the stars. candiswoo.com slash EP121. Thanks so much for tuning in today and see you next time on the Embody Podcast.